Welcome to the I'm Done Apologizing podcast, where we're creating a community of women who advocate and empower. I'm Michelle, and I'm so glad you're joining me. I'm so excited to bring a dear friend and fellow Glow sister on for this week's episode. Chelsea Kennard has been a fierce advocate for herself and her professional development journey. She recently took the scary leap and changed careers from higher education to corporate America. I'm excited to spend time with her where she will share her experience of changing careers and how her women network support was centered in the decision every step of the way. If you want to learn more, stick around. Hi, Chelsea. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode. I'm really excited to learn from you about career changes. So we're just going to jump right in if you're okay with that. Yes, I'm excited to be here, Michelle. Awesome. Well, so I am curious, this this topic of career change and changing your careers, how did you get interested in it? Sure. That is a really great question, Michelle. I didn't actually realize that I was that interested in changing careers until I was pretty deep into it. And so I found out like many others with higher education, that's my experience, that's my background, that I always thought I would be in it for life. I thought I was a lifer. I have a master's degree, um, come from all types of leadership experiences, um, I believe I have a pretty strong network in and out of higher education. And so as someone who is pretty um, passionate about well-being, finding balance, you know, we always talk about work-life balance. Um, The pandemic changed things for me, like many others that we were seeing, right? Um, Something new is that I have a little family. And so I'm seeing all of these other folks that I am close to professionally um, using transferable skills and they're utilizing those in different spaces that are not higher education. Um, and so I just needed to find some confidence to also explore myself. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, you know, career changing can be scary, right? And you just talked about mm-hmm. finding the confidence to explore it yourself. So, um, and because I know you, cause we're good friends, I know that you've done this twice in a short, yes. in a short time period, right? So can you tell the listeners a little bit about what's influenced you to take the leap and, and to take it twice? Yeah, absolutely. So It took me a long time of working on myself, my self-worth, building that cheerleading section to know that I am a good professional in higher education. I actually would quote that from Michelle, who once told me I am good at my job. And I try to say that because I I also am. Um, And so, but I also know with that, that I need more from um, my employers professionally. I wasn't getting that in previous experiences. I was asking, I was doing more. I was completing the projects. I was working more hours than my peers because I thought all of those things were going to get me to the top. Mm -hmm. There wasn't necessarily any change happening for me professionally. And I knew it was time. I knew that there wasn't room for me um, where I was in housing and trying to create that seat, right? We're always told, bring a chair to the table. I wasn't fitting in to that table. And so I started to explore. 
I looked at opportunities that I cared about. So as a first-generation college student and professional, that's always been academics. I've always really enjoyed recruiting and helping students find their home. Um, my first career change, it felt good. It was a new experience, but it was also safe because it was in higher education. Right. I was familiar. I stayed comfortable for a few months. Um, so my second career change, uh, it really came out of nowhere. I received a referral, which is probably one of the highest compliments that yes. you can give a friend, right? So we yes. talk about talking about women in spaces they are not in, um, giving names when they are not in the room, right? Yep. I received that referral from a friend that is working outside of higher education, fully remote, recruiting college students for corporate America. That was the leap uh, for me. That was something yeah. familiar, but it was really kind of this final piece taking me out of a career that I thought I would be in forever. Right. And that was the hard decision. That was one that I didn't take lightly because I was happy doing advising work. Um, but I knew that if I was scared, this could be a good one as well. So I jumped. Yeah. I love that, Chelsea. There's so much good stuff in there, right? Like we've talked about women speaking your name when you're not in the room, right? In all the positive ways. Let's make sure right. we, yeah. we highlight that. <laughs> <laughs> but like the referrals, is that's a really powerful thing. So that's a really cool thing to have happen to you. I know that as women, we do that for other women a lot and we may not be on the receiving end of that. So that's cool. And then knowing that it was scary. I like what you said there about you were scared and you knew that that was probably something that you needed to do because of that feeling. So that's really powerful. Yeah, for sure. Cool. So, right, uh, how did you know that now is the right time, right? Like we talk about, well, it's not the right time for so yeah. many things. It's not the right time to buy a house. It's not the right time to have kids. It's not the right time to change careers. How did you know it was time? Yeah, I I 100% didn't know that, right? Yeah. Um, I think that, that speaks to all of those examples um, because as I thought about my career, where I was, where I was going, um, I don't, I don't know if I ever would have known when was the time, right? I don't, um, I just knew that I wasn't getting enough. I knew professionally I wasn't getting the experiences, um, or the new things. And so I, I really had to lean into support systems to help make some of that decision-making. Mm -hmm. I cried a lot of tears. I will be a hundred percent honest with yeah. that. Um, and I mourned the loss of a idea of a career mm -hmm. that I thought was my thing. Yeah. And so uh, I don't take any of that lately, but I don't know if I a hundred percent knew. Yeah. Wow. That's, um, that's really incredible thinking about mourning the loss of something that you never had, but the idea of something is really powerful. Yeah. It was hard. Yeah. 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 I mean, tears are healthy too, right? So like lots of tears are good because it means that you're committed and invested and your heart is uh, where you think it should be. And yeah, I think that's good stuff. So thanks. Cool. Yeah. So um, you've talked a little bit already about like your support system and, and right. who you, you know, building your team of cheerleaders. Um, so what does that look like for you, Chelsea? 
Yeah. So as I, I shared before, um, I have a small family. I have a 15 month old, a husband and a dog. So we are busy. Yes. Um, <laughs> my husband was, and will always be my go-to, right? So the decisions that we make as a family, they affect us both. Mm-hmm. Uh, that includes his tuition remission was on the line with some of these decisions that I was yeah. making. Um, but he was all in, he knew that I was unhappy with my professional development progress. He saw resistance that I was facing. Um, so yeah, get yourself a man who is supportive, um, but also yes. know that, but also know that that made my decision-making process harder because none of my concerns or questions were answered. And so I had to turn to my women's circles um, because I had that support in my relationship, which is incredible. Um, very privileged to have that, but I needed, I needed other support. Right. So right you know, shout out to Michelle. Uh, she was one of the many women that I leaned on. I actually remember immediately texting you when I received my second offer, like, what do I do now? And why do I feel guilty? That was my immediate first feeling was guilt. Um, so imagine getting a job offer and feeling guilty that someone is seeing your, your worth wants you wants to compensate you for that. Right. And the first feeling that you're feeling is guilt. Um, And so all of the the bravery and badass women work that I felt like I was so confident about and what I've been telling so many other people about for the past two years, I felt like it was all melting away. And Mm -hmm. so I needed folks like you and other women that helped coach me through some of those feelings. And a lot of that was validating it, but like reminding me of where I was. I never thought through this experience that um, I would feel the way I did when making that decision. I never thought that guilt or sadness, anger uh, would surface. But the more that I talked to to women in my life, um, the more that they related. And so the more that they shared stories of passing up projects or opportunities because they didn't want to upset someone who, who else wanted it, right. Or never wanted to ask for those things because they didn't think that they would even get the chance. So after sorting through all of these emotions in a matter of three days, just to make that clear, um, one thing was very clear to me, um, I knew that I wanted it. I knew that I was scared. I knew that I might hurt feelings, yeah. but I also knew that I needed to do this for me. Yeah. That was yeah. Hard. I love that, right? At the end of the day, it's about you, right? And there's a lot of factors in there. When you were talking about your husband and, and that role, and especially with tuition remission, for those of yeah. us who are the breadwinners of the family, that weighs heavy right and and is makes it a very challenging thing so and those Dogarn partners when they're just like super supportive and just give you no answers you know no but it's what makes you happy and I'm like wait (laughs) right right that can be a thing right and also to the men in our lives you know probably also seeing that reflection of like well I would have done this without thinking twice Right. And as women, we're weighing in all the emotions that we assimilate with our careers and our jobs. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a thing for women, right? Like changing careers. It, 
crosses my mind probably weekly and i'm really honest about that with folks very happy in my job and also what else is out there you know and so for folks who might be ready to change their careers or who are doing the what else is out there what kind of advice do you have for them yes Uh, i am sharing the advice that i received and kind of reflecting on that now because I promise you in the moment of experiencing this I was not necessarily in this place to share this now so I want to share that please do not feel guilty for taking control of your professional development journey you do not owe or need um, or need to feel any sort of sense of loyalty to your employer and that took a lot for me to get there. Um, But lean into your support systems when you're questioning your decisions and take the advice that you would give your friends. Mm. I promise it'll be what's right for you. Change is going to be hard no matter what, but if you need more from your career or experience, then you can change it. Yeah. Take the advice you would give your friends. I love that. I love that. It's That's hard, awesome. It, <laughs> That's it's it. so hard. It's so hard. It's so hard. Well, Chelsea, this is uh, this has been incredible. I think that this is a topic that probably oh, are on so many women's minds, right? Um, and regardless of their career path, I think that you know folks are always looking at what else could there be, what other opportunities are there, and I think. I'm going to use the word post-pandemic, but we all know that we're still in the middle of it and coming, you know, around the other side of this, like there are different opportunities that present themselves. And I think all the negative things um, presented during the pandemic that women specifically have been impacted by the question might be on our minds a little bit more than our male colleagues even. So I appreciate you sharing your story and and your advice. So before we wrap up, are there any final thoughts you want to share with the listeners? Sure. I, you know, I think I just want to share with everyone that it's okay. If you're scared to jump, you, you don't have to, um, think lightly about that, but don't make that your excuse not to. If your gut is telling you in any way that this is meant for you, jump, because for me, it's been pretty beautiful on the other side. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks again to Chelsea for sharing her stories. Um, As always, friends, I appreciate you tuning in again this week and joining me. And I hope that you are going to go out and take advantage of what you have heard from Chelsea this week. Um, And so our affirmations for this week are, I'm done apologizing for spending time on me. I'm done apologizing for being loyal to anyone other than me. I'm done apologizing for filling your own blank. And remember, if you love this episode, if you like this podcast, make sure you like, follow, and share out there on social media. Take a screenshot on whatever platform you're listening and share it with your friends. Text it to someone who you think might need this advice or any from past episodes. Don't forget, in the show notes and over on my Instagram handle, you can find freebies. Go grab those freebies. Take a look at past episode lists. You never know what fun thing will pop up next. And remember, you're fabulous. You're a badass. You've got this, and I'm here for you.